Hello again, everyone. Welcome once again to Spinistry Live. I am your race host, Kevin Lee. And today we're going to talk about our Ride the Net route this coming Saturday out of Paris, Texas. Going to give an overview of our current most likely routes, and I'll explain why these are most likely and not finalized uh, in short order here. Uh, and uh, talk about some other things coming down the pike spinistry-wise. But uh, definitely we're going to concentrate on Ride the Net. Uh, Ride the Net, if you're not familiar with the net, that is the Northeast Texas Trail. It is a rail-banked trailway that runs south to north from Farmersville, Texas, just outside of McKinney to Paris, Texas. Uh, it is not continuous at this time. It is somewhat primitive. And then from Paris, Texas, using that as a hub, it goes uh, east to New Boston. That segment also is not continuous yet. Uh, we have been passionate sh supporters of the Northeast Texas Trail since uh, 2012, 2013, somewhere around there. We've done several events there. Uh, we actually... When we initially built the RAT 1000, one of the primary goals of that was to feature the net uh, and some other things. The progression of this becoming a trail has been, you know, quite frankly, less than ideal, slower than ideal, but progress has been made. And we're really excited to be able to showcase a brand new section of the net trail with this ride. Again, we'll go into the particulars of it. The event this weekend is not intended to be an end-to-end -end ride of the net. Uh, we definitely support those sorts of adventures, but that's a lot more than most riders can bite off and chew at this point, particularly since it is not continuous and it takes a little bit of um, hardiness to 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 make it happen at this point once all the pieces are there for a true event based around end to end we're definitely going to be on board with anything we can do to support the net but in the meantime uh we're going to showcase and highlight the pieces and parts that make most sense for for everyday joes and people that just want to get out and see what it has to offer uh, what we're putting together out of Paris, we're really excited about. We think this is a really good combination for all skill levels. Uh, and uh, there are there's more coming pretty soon that we can make longer routes or additional routes as needed. Uh, personally, I'm a big fan of using Paris as a hub for writing the net. And we'll talk a little bit more about that during our routes overview on this video, but more than likely we'll have a Paris dedicated video in the fairly near future that's very net centric and gravel road centric and talks about uh, the appeal that Paris is uh, for the cycling community in North Texas. It's And make, make no mistake about it, Lamar County and Paris are bending over backwards to accommodate the cycling community. So we're really excited about that. Uh, and so along those lines, uh, one of the highlights of visiting Paris, and this will be our staging area for Ride the Net on Saturday. Hide this little pop-up window here. And uh, let me bring this up 
at the moment before I forget. Uh, if, uh, if you are following this video live, uh, I am not able to see any comments being input. Uh, so definitely feel free to post your questions. I'll be able to reply to them after the video uh, publishes and posts and is archived and available for everyone to see at any time. You're also more than welcome to send an email to spinistry at gmail.com. I don't have my phone handy at the moment, so I won't be able to answer those questions in real time. Uh, but please, any detailed questions I missed or uh, or things that need to be covered, feel free to send an email to spinistry at gmail.com. So for those that aren't familiar, uh, Paris, Texas does feature our own Texas-styled Eiffel Tower. It's a very cool feature, and this will be our staging area for Saturday morning. So it'll be pretty easy to find at the Love Civic Center. It's on the south end of the parking lot, and we'll be parking there and sending everyone off. We'll talk about the different distances and different start times. The end point is likely to be different. We'll we'll talk about that some in, in the overview here momentarily. We'll definitely go over it in the writers meeting. There is a pavilion area on the other end of the parking lot. If you rode Hell of the North Texas, you're familiar with that. That's likely going to be our end point, but that's not it's not set in stone at the moment. Weather does play a factor in it and things like that. Uh, we do have access to indoor restrooms in the morning for the Love Civic Center. Uh, and, uh, and uh, again, plenty of parking, and this will be our starting area. Uh, without further ado, let's, let's bring up the routes overview for Ride the Net. And we've broken it down currently into just two maps. We're calling one the long route and one the short route. In a nutshell, the short route, you can ride basically out and back for whatever distance you're comfortable with. We're not telling people how far to ride that are looking for something less than 100K. If you feel like you've got 20-mile legs, go out 10 miles, come back. Perfect. If you've got 30-mile legs, go out 15 miles and come back. Ideal. And that's a really good turnaround point also. And that's right about 50K, 30 miles. And you do pick up some of the new sections of the net. If, you, if you've got a little bit more, if you can do 50 miles, we definitely recommend that for people that are doing the shorter distances. You'll get to see a lot of brand new stuff that's really neat on the net. We'll talk about that in more detail shortly here. The 100K route is very specific, though. If you want to get in a full 100K, that's basically what this short map is. Highlight that. So this is our short map. Basically, you go out the net. We've got a gravel roads lollipop loop at the end. Actually, I think we have it going this way now. And then you come back. That's 100K. Our long route picks up some more down here on the southeast or southwest side and comes back and then does that same mostly 100K route, a little bit of a cutoff here uh, to keep it closer to 100 miles. If you're up for 106 or 107, again, we can accommodate most any distance this week. But what I'm going to do here, I'm going to go ahead and start with the long route. And when we get to the points that are common for all of those routes, uh, We'll talk about that in depth, but I just want to 
make sure people understand, even folks that are looking to do the shorter route this time, maybe file this long route away uh, for a future uh, endeavor or adventure of your own, or maybe, you know, there's a good likelihood we'll, we'll, we'll do something along these lines uh, next year and uh, when the weather's a little bit different. We're expecting very good weather this weekend. Really excited about that. And uh, again, we'll go into more detail on that momentarily. Let's go ahead and bring up the long route here. I don't want to edit it. I do like to prefer to view it in classic mode. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and go maximum map overview. And this will be common for all at the very beginning here, as far as staging and everything like that. Let's go ahead and go to satellite view. So here's the Love Civic Center. As you can tell, we have plenty of parking here. And right here is where the Eiffel Tower will be. That will be our start for all of the riders. 100-mile riders are starting earlier in the morning, and the idea is if we get a nice early start for the 100-milers, a lot of them will be coming back through Paris and joining the shorter route riders about the same time. Uh, some will be a little bit behind that, but everybody rides their own pace. But 100-milers uh, will have the option of we're going to open check-in for the 100-milers at 7 a.m. We don't expect a whole lot. of. We're not going to have 100, 100-milers, maybe half dozen, maybe a, maybe a dozen if the weather really shakes out or people get excited by this route. If everybody's there at 7 o'clock or so, and it's a few riders, uh, our 100 milers are usually fairly hardy. We have a fairly short riders meeting. We can realistically have you guys rolling by 7.15 if everyone's on time, possibly even 7.05 if everyone's a little bit early. Uh, we're shooting for sending the 100 milers off no later than 7.30. Again, we'll talk about this in final notes, email that goes out. Once we've, we, uh, Rich Walshman and I are going out tomorrow to verify these routes post last week's rains and things like that. We think we're good, but we always like to eyeball it one more time. Again, 100 milers are going out around 7 to 7.30 in the morning. The, uh, the other routes will be rolling by 10 at the latest. Um, so we gather at the Love Civic Center, Eiffel Tower, plenty of parking, Main entrance here. Doors will be unlocked. We can use the in. We can use the indoor restrooms as needed. All that good stuff. Uh, so 100 milers. When you roll out, you're going to actually go out of town this way, and this will be different from from uh, our Hell of the North Texas routing because what we're laying out for the 100 milers is to get as much net access on both sides of Paris as possible. And I'm not sending these routes out yet. Again, these are tentative, uh, pending verification. And we have some other stuff we would like to have had included, to be perfectly honest. But I think with last week's rains, uh, they'll, some of that will be underwater. Um, so these could potentially change if on both ends of the uh, map 
if we do find some things that we expect to be wet that aren't as wet as expected. Everything we have mapped so far should be perfectly dry. Again, it will be verified, worst case scenario, tomorrow. And this will be all county roads and dirt roads, one short section of state highway here, that basically for the first 20, here's an adjustment I do need to make in the map. It's kind of got these this loop reversed. We'll fix that though. Um, roughly the first 25 miles or so will be county roads and dirt roads. And then the idea will be to come up the net from here. This is a county road crossing that picks up the net. And that's the, that's the southernmost practical point to pick up the net. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, there's a major bridge crossing here at the Sulphur River that was, was washed out several years ago. So the net is not continuous through here. And realistically, we'll give a little bit of backstory. Basically from Pecan Gap to, to Roxton, realistically, you can pick it up here. Uh, realistically, from Pecan Gap to, to Roxon, it generally isn't considered to be net usable. Uh, generally, the reroutes on county roads and dirt roads and or the, or the state highway is usually what's recommended. You can do some bushwhacking and get more mileage in on the net. Uh, between Pecan Gap and Ben Franklin here, there's some issues with burnt out bridges, serious poison ivy, right in this section, but this, this section through here is also one of the prettiest on the net. So we're hoping this works out in the long run. There are some landowner issues through here in the past. I think those are getting better, but I'm not completely up to speed on that yet. So for all intents and purposes, realistically, this is where the net becomes somewhat continuous starting at this point through Paris. Now we have it going through Roxton and there is a store and a cafe here at about uh, mile 27, 28. So that's a good stop point there. And then you can pick up the net for a ways out of Roxton. And there will be another slight detour. Uh, it's not net all the way into Paris and I don't believe it ever will be from my understanding. There's still, there's still rail lines through here. Uh, so we're going to catch Old Bonham Road up through here, go into town, and then go by the Civic Center again and say hello to us, maybe have a cold drink, use the restroom or whatever. And then the idea is to go back out on the same route as the short route riders at that point, about mile 46. And you will be back on the net trail here. Uh, hypothetically speaking, you can pick it up here, but we do have you going by at a mile, bear with me a moment here, about mile 44, there's another store here. Again, you can go by the staging area at this point, say hello, we'll probably have cold drinks on ice here, maybe some snacks, access to the restrooms. And then go back out on the net route proper that everyone else is doing. So that's the 100-mile option there. Basically, you have 45 miles all to your own that's different from what the shorter route riders are doing. 
and you're picking up some really nice net stuff through here, some fun county roads, and uh, generally what's a pretty darn good cafe in Roxton if you if you need to need a a real breakfast in the morning. And depending on your timing, uh, you know, if you're averaging 15 miles an hour and we get rolling at 7 o'clock or so, you'll be rolling right through here about 10 o'clock. Uh, obviously, 15 miles an hour, eh, that might be a little aggressive. So even if you're doing 12 miles an hour, you're not going to be too far behind the crowd. Um, so that's kind of the rough idea of starting 100 milers when we do and having that loop be about that mileage. And what I'm going to do now, I'm going to go ahead and bring up the shorter route because that does start a little bit differently. We'll, we'll go over the particulars of why and how that is. To be honest with you, we all, we almost, we've had some, we've had some, yeah, drama's a little bit of, it's not, drama's not the right word, but as of yesterday, things were not going as smoothly as we had hoped for this event. Number of factors involved, but it's all ironed out now. Everything's fantastic. Uh, one of the factors was this new section basically from Blossom out here to Bagwell, and we'll go over those details here momentarily. Uh, that new section, we, we built this whole ride, this whole event around showing off this new section to people. It's really nice, it's really cool. But it was, uh, like at the time of the rat, it was still closed. And I was hearing rumblings that it wasn't going to be open this year. Um, we went out and verified it a few weeks back, and it is open, and it's good to go, and it's perfect. But there was, you know, there was a little bit of pucker factor that we weren't going to have access to the net uh, in December like we were hoping. That part has been changed, so excellent and good to go. And uh, we also ended up with, um, well, the, the next somewhat factor, and we'll talk more in depth on that here in a minute, uh, was last week's weather. Uh, we're actually doing a different route from what we had initially laid out that uh, was going to, for the longer routes, for the 100K and the 100 miler, uh, that we're going to really pick up some nice dirt road stuff to make big loops. Um, those sections of roads that we, re they're really nice. They're really great on a bicycle. Uh, but, uh, they go through what's called the Fulbright bottoms. And if you're not familiar with why areas are called the bottoms, it's because they're basically the bottom of the terrain. So when I went scouting through it, a couple weeks back in the Jeep with 100,000 miles and it's been all over the country and spends a lot of time in four-wheel drive going through some really nasty stuff and has never been stuck in 100,000 miles. Uh, I got the Jeep stuck for the first time in the Fulbright Bottoms. Um, we were able to get it out. It, you know, look back on it, some funny stories, yada, yada, yada. That said, at that time, it was like, okay, Except for that one spot where the Jeep got stuck, people on bicycles could have walked around some of the the short mud puddles leading up to that. Um, still would have been fine on bicycles. There would have been just that one muddy crossing on foot that the Jeep got stuck in, but actually people on bikes could probably could have done it well, and if it dried out for a couple more weeks, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal for bicycles at all. 
Well, last week was not dry. Last week was was pretty darn wet. And my guesstimate at this time is as wet as the Fulbright bottoms were a couple weeks ago when everything else was bone dry, after all the rain, and Paris got a lot more rain than DFW did last week and last weekend, um, my guess is the Fulbright, Fulbright bottoms are pretty darn swampy right now. So we're not going to use those. I may take a peek at them tomorrow just to verify my suspicions. And unless my suspicions and estimations are way off, there's no way we're going to be including them this route. Uh, there is a, there's, no, there's no likelihood. We will positively be using the Fulbright bottoms in future events because it's, it's some gorgeous riding. It's fantastic. Uh, you just have to do it when it's dry. Uh, so that said, that was drama item number two. And then our third little conflict that just popped up yesterday. Like I said, we're staging from the tower. We have access to the Love Civic Center for Restroom. So in the long run, this works out better for us. I'm really excited about this. But this pavilion area up here uh, was our original planned staging spot and everything like that. It'll still be our end spot, uh, but there, uh, there was a, another, there was a 5K run that was scheduled for Saturday morning as well. And uh, they have this area secured. So there was just, just one of those, one of those things where one part of the city wasn't talking with another part of the, the county and uh, some things slipped through the cracks, but everyone is making everyone happy. So we're excited about it. Uh, it the run itself isn't going to be a very big event. And it's only using a very small part of the trail, basically from here to here and then doubling back. Um, most of the runners will be done by the time our, our group rolls out on the net and heads east on the net. Uh, but for those that don't, it's only like a mile section where you stay on the right side, they stay on the right side, everyone's happy. And we're not winding through this section together where this could, even if there's just a few riders and a few runners with these, with these uh, big turns or tight turns in here, that could get problematic. So the way we're going to start, we're going to roll out from the Eiffel Tower. This is our 10 o'clock group. So it's going to be the 100 Ks and shorter. And we're going to go out on collegiate as a group, hang a right turn here, and we are on the net trail, trails to Paris when it's actually in Paris proper. Excuse me. I'm going to get a quick swallow of water and clear my throat. We'll go back to map view and then we will proceed out of Paris where there's a big bridge that crosses this major highway. The runners aren't going past here. The 5k run turns around at this point and from this point on <coughs> uh, there's no there's no conflicting event of any kind on the trail. And then the idea is through Reno through Reno uh, bear with me. I'm trying to through through Reno to Blossom. I'm almost positive it's all paved now. Uh, it used to be that it was paved to Reno, and then there was um some fine 
grain filler through here, uh, but it is paved all the way to blossom at this point. Uh, so roughly the first nine, 10 miles, but then from blossom on, it is unpaved, unmanicured. Uh, rough trail is relative. It's, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not crazy rough, kind of like maybe uh, Jeep double track farm road type stuff. It's just rail ballast and soil filler. No mud issues, no sand issues or anything like that. Um, just kind of like, uh, kind of like riding a very hard packed dirt road for the most part. There will be sections where maybe there's some loose ballast rock uh, for short stretches. There will be areas where the, the filler sinks and there might be little holes here and there, not even potholes, so to speak. So uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's mountain, very mountain bike friendly terrain, I guess is the best way to explain it. But you don't have to have a mountain bike to ride it. You can definitely ride it on a gravel bike, no doubt about that. Uh, you definitely don't want to be riding it on a road bike. Now, I am going to highlight here, would love for people to swing when they're going through Blossom. If you need to stop for a snack or a cold drink or, or on the way out or the way back, please do stop by this Shell station. I do have the map going by it. Uh, I told you a, a few weeks ago we got the Jeep stuck, and we were fortunate enough to find a, a very kind gentleman named Matt to pull us out. So it, it wasn't it wasn't too horrendous of an adventure. We were, you know, all things considered, it was less than a two-hour ordeal. And thanks to Matt, uh, made short work of it, easy work of it. And coincidentally, Matt is the owner of this Shell station here in Blossom. So I will be stopping at Matt's Shell every chance I get to fill up with gas and buy cold drinks and snacks and everything like that. So uh, if y'all were to be kind enough to sh uh, show Matt your support and thanks for helping out Everything Spinistry, we highly encourage you to stop by the Shell Station and Blossom whenever it's convenient for you to. It is by no means a requirement. But if you're ever anywhere near Blossom, Texas, and you think you need a cold drink or a snack or fill up with gas, we highly recommend Matt's Shell Station there on the out, outskirts of Blossom, Texas. And again, from that, basically from that point, from Matt's Shell Station eastward, uh, the net is all dirt road, for lack of a better term. It's hard to describe. If you haven't ridden the net before, it's not quite a dirt road. It's not quite a, a mountain bike trail. It's, I mean, it's, it's as wide as a railroad grade, so it's plenty wide. Uh, but it's it's not as manicured as a dirt road. It's it's really neat riding. It's canopied almost the entire way. That is one of the beauties of it. When I was looking at uh, the weather forecast for this weekend, the weather looks fantastic. I want to say like mid-60s for Saturday. But it looked like there might be potential for higher winds based on Friday's forecast. Like, I think Friday's forecast for winds was like 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. I They didn't have Saturday yet. It was too, too early in the weather forecast. Assuming the winds might still be higher on Saturday, even if it's a windy day, riding the net, it's like riding a mountain bike trail. You have all the tree and canopy and everything like that, so it all acts as a windscreen. Uh, so you're never really exposed to the wind if it's a high wind day. So uh, pro tip for those of you that don't like riding in high winds, maybe take up mountain biking sometimes if you're not doing it already. 
Also, uh, mountain biking also works fantastic when it is actually cold out. Basically the same reasons. If that wind's not blowing on you, uh, it's a big difference. So uh, gravel riders, roadie riders, uh, definitely do do your indoor trainers. If, if the weather's a little too chilled for you, a little too cool. But don't ignore mountain biking and riding the net. I can assure you it's worth a trip to Paris to catch this. Once y'all get out here and see this this weekend, you're really going to get a kick out of it. I mean, it's a very nice casual ride to Blossom. And don't don't be dissuaded by it being paved all the way through there. It's still a fun ride. It's a pretty ride. Uh, and definitely coming back, you're going to you're gonna appreciate it. it should. And people at Road Hill of North Texas last summer, that was, you know, towards the end of the ride, it's like, you know, that that's a great way to finish a ride. You may be a little, you know, you might be a little tired, but hey, nothing wrong with a nice flat, easy roll through pretty scenery, uh, and no cars to deal with. And that's the beauty of all this. This, I mean, we are talking about almost zero car interaction, except for you know when you're crossing county roads and things like that. Um. So you'll leave Blossom. Bear with me a moment here. You'll leave Blossom. You'll be on Dirt Road Net. Heading towards Detroit, we do have one kind of funky crossing. This doesn't do it justice. Let me let's do a satellite view of this one. There is a uh, funky crossing of Highway 82 here. Uh, the, yeah. So what the net actually does, I think about here, it kind of doubles back like a switchback, and then you cross here and switch up to here sort of thing. Um, Highway 82 is a high-speed, high-traffic road. Uh, so, you know, you definitely want to be looking both ways and wait for everything to clear before you cross there. And you may have to wait 30 seconds or a minute or two uh, for it to be clear enough to go across, but it, it will clear up. And then from that point on, we go through Detroit. So right now, almost to Detroit, that's mile 15 there. So we'll call it mile 16 in Detroit proper. For those of you that are looking to do just 50K, that's basic. You get to Detroit, and that's your turnaround point. You know, that's 31, 32 miles. That's right at 50K there. And there is a... There is a convenience store over here, but it's not easy, easily accessible from the net. You do have to cross 82. You can catch the road here and double back. If you're needing some lunch or something like this, CJ's Cafe. This is actually where I ran into Matt, the owner of the Shell Station. Um, had a sandwich from here. It was really good eating. Matt was there with his son and a friend, and they were eating. And they were kind enough to, once they finished their meal, uh, come come give us a hand in pulling the Jeep out from the Fulbright Bottoms. Uh, CJ's Cafe is good eating. So, and it's a, I believe it's a brand new restaurant in Detroit. I hadn't reckon. Yeah. See, that's a, that's an empty lot there, but it, just off of the net. So that's pretty darn convenient. So again, those looking to do 50 K 30 ish miles, you get to Detroit. That's a natural turnaround spot there. And for most people, this section from Blossom to Detroit is going to be all new riding as well. And then from here, from Detroit to Bagwell, this is just superior riding. 
this it's all net absolutely there's just some really gorgeous stuff through here so if if you're thinking about maybe doing 30 or 35 miles but you think you might be able to do 50 miles potentially let's see here if we take it to yeah not even 48 and let me go back here 23.2 is the halfway point so that's like a 46 and a half mile so if you get to Bagwell here and we'll have a water table set up at this point if you get to our water table and turn around from there it's less than 50 miles mostly flat and roughly 18 to 20 miles of that will be paved um, it may be worth the stretch because this section from Detroit to Bagwell is just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, then our 100K riders, what we have you doing is catching this loop, the dirt roads loop here. And we will be definitely scouting this and verifying this tomorrow. Some of this is part of our rat route. Like this upper section up here is new to us, though. So we're, Rich and I are going to double check that. tomorrow. I expect it to be fine. If we have to make an alteration, we will, but I don't expect a need to. And that gives us 62.4 miles for the 100K rider, so just over 100K. So that's the layout for what we have planned for the net. I would say that we're probably at a 90% plus chance of those being the routes. Uh, one potential difference... We could potentially make the 100-miler a little bit longer. I'm going to scout this section of road here. Look at it on the satellite. I don't expect it. It looks like it's pretty much just farm roads. But that's also, just from my experience, mapping roads, when they have these odd shapes like this, a lot of times those are some of the most interesting roads. But I'm not seeing lots of tree cover or anything like that. No creek crossings. So we'll catch this to see what this section of road is like. Um, and if it ends up being something really, really cool, we may add that. But looking at the aerial views, I don't expect that to be anything super, super cool. Uh, so, like I said, I'm really confident in our shorter route being the way we laid it out. Uh, the longer route, we may have one slight addition or two, but most likely not. We'll probably try to keep it really close to 100 miles. So that's the basic routes overview for Ride the Net. Uh, after we scout them tomorrow and verify everything tomorrow, Wednesday, We'll finalize everything tomorrow night. If registered riders, if everything, based on how everything checks out tomorrow, we'll most likely send out the routes to registered riders either Wednesday evening or Thursday morning. Want to touch on a couple of other things, some upcoming events. We'll do a whole video around this. We got, we're really working hard to get our 2020 calendar finalized and events up there so people know ahead of time what to plan for show you, uh, if you go to spinistry.org, spinistry.net, spinistry.com, they all go to the same place. Uh, the calendars section from the main page, what that does, it brings you to our events that have open registration. 
If you want to see all of our events that we have planned or and are in process, you go to our Facebook page and click on events from our Facebook page, and it'll show you everything we have planned. And as registration opens, it automatically it automatically fills in on our calendar page on our website. So when you see it on our calendar on the website, it shows that means registration is open. Uh, Ride the Net obviously is open. Clubs Ministry members save 50% on that one. Rudolph's Revenge, this is, uh, this is Sean's mountain bike event, but we help him facilitate it. So, so it goes through our registration page and everything like that. Uh, so registration is open for the mountain bikers wanting to do Rudolph's uh, Revenge. These are a couple of our uh, club spinistry self, uh, self-navigated rides. If you're a club spinistry member, you're able to get the Safety 420 spinistry loop. Download those, sign up for those. You'll be emailed a link with the, the routes and everything like that. No additional cost. Uh, these are not formal events where a group's saying, hey, we're going to do this on such and such date. Uh, but these are set up basically to expire December 31st of this year. I'll change those expiration dates. Uh, Spinistry Loop and Safety 420. Safety 420 is a really neat route. Basically goes from San Antonio to Fort Worth. It does also allow you to utilize the Amtrak on either end going either direction. So you can get on Amtrak in Dallas or Fort Worth and take it to San Antonio and load your bike hop off the Amtrak and pedal back home to Dallas or Fort Worth, or you can do it the other way. If you live in San Antonio or um, start from San Antonio, you can take the train to Fort Worth and then pedal back to San Antonio. Uh, it's a really neat route. Again, free for Club Spinistry members. Um, Shelby Winter Wonderland, registration is now open for that. Uh, and uh, our Club Spinistry, Grapevine Lake, adventure ride this was the turkey turkey um turkey run turkey burn excuse me turkey burn 100 that we had scheduled for this past weekend but the weather didn't allow for that uh so uh we've rolled this to middle of january again free for clubs ministry members texas chain ring massacre registration is now open for that and our regency bridge rumble registration is now open for that Holiday Ramble registration will be opening later this week. And what we'll do uh, possibly tomorrow night or Thursday night, uh, we'll go to our Facebook events page and go over our full calendar, what's penciled in, what we're planning to do, when we expect registrations to open, and any holdups that we may have as a result of that. So thank you all very much for joining us. I just wanted to highlight one of our partners that helps us out tremendously, Stemcaps, stemcaps.com, custom stem caps uh, for your bicycles. Uh, if you've been coming to spinistry events on a regular basis, you've probably picked up a couple of these along the way, but you can uh, go to their site at any time, order your own custom caps, have them designed for your own groups or individually even, or they've got some really cool stuff that's always available from their catalog. Highly encourage everyone to check out stemcaps.com, one of the coolest ways to customize your bike. So we're going to go ahead and sign off now. And I run into this hiccup at the end of every video. Facebook doesn't like to let me end. Let's go to the main page. Oh, and it's doing it again. We are froze. 
We are froze. Don't freeze on me, Facebook. There we go. We're going to end live video now. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll talk again soon.